0: Well, God dang it, as we start the podcast today, I really, really thought you guys I really thought the ball guys were going to be talking about uh, a collective bargaining agreement being reached in the MLB between owners and players. And it really looked like things were headed that way. Now, last week, meetings every day into the weekend, things were, were heating up. They were extending the deadline for when they had to have an agreement by and it looked like We were on the heels of an agreement, and then, boom, Tuesday afternoon, Major League Baseball's Players Association agreed unanimously not to accept the latest proposal from the owners. Soon after those sessions ended, oh, our favorite baseball commissioner of all time, Rob (coughs) and Fred, the Vladimir Putin of baseball, uh, stepped up to a podium and announced that the first two series of the regular season officially canceled. Yep, opening day will be delayed, and no agreement is possible until at least today. I don't even know if they have anything scheduled for today, which means this is this is going to get worse before it gets resolved. How frustrated are you guys, George? How how are you feeling today?
1: Terrible. I I, I the latest now is that the players' union is going to meet again. I think today, but it's they're calling it. Oh,
2: <laughs> what happened to Where'd George? You go? It's oh, mean,
1: it means they're nowhere close right and you kind of got you kind of got that uh, sense after negotiations collapsed earlier this week and they had the unanimous vote to reject so we we don't we lose 91 games that's the total of the first two series for all of major league baseball it's 91 games but to me You're already seeing long-term implications because for the Twins, that was Chicago and Cleveland. Mm. You get to the end of the year, and and if it's anywhere close, people will talk about those series being missed because they're not going to make them up.
0: Right. Yeah, they're gone, they're gone. That's what the commissioner said. And and I think, wasn't that kind of owner's way of since the Players Union rejected their offer – their way to kind of kick them in the nuts and then just be like, okay, well, all right, there you go. No pay for those games. And, right. and now, now it's a standoff for a while. Yeah. The right. players unions uh, exact words were they need to
1: stop treating us like we're idiots. So mm. that tells you where they're at.
2: Mm. And we yeah, so I don't, my feeling about it is that um, I do think the ownership did move in the direction of where MLBPA was wanting them to go, but there are a couple of issues that the owners from the get-go have said are non-starters. Yes. One of them is the revenue sharing, and I don't know, I don't really even fully understand why the MLBPA is opposed to the revenue sharing. Anybody want to enlighten me on that?
3: You talking about the tax? Yeah. Well, if you up the percentage of tax, then teams will be less likely to spend over what they should, which means the salaries are sort of frozen. I, that's the, in layman's terms, I think that's it.
2: Okay. So it's just, it, it shrinks the pool of money available to pay players. Is that where we're at?
3: Yeah. If if you, you know, if you go over 20 million over, over you have to pay, I think last year was 20% or 20%. And I think now they want to do like 50%. So, if and if you go up to seventy-five or one hundred percent after forty million or sixty million, that's going to stop teams from spending over the top of the cap. It's not necessarily a cap, but that essentially freezing salaries a little bit. Am I wrong, guys? Am I in the ballpark? Well, no, you
1: but, know your expense is Right, and the, the players want owners to spend more money. And I'm the, the further this goes along, the more I am on board with the players. Because when you've got ownership and some of these teams that are making 500% more mm-hmm. than they were two decades ago, and the player's salaries, as ridiculous as they seem to the average guy, deserve to keep up with that, right? They're the they're the show. They're the ones on the field. As greedy as it sounds, that's it's the owners that are, it's the, the greed is overtaking these guys. It's ridiculous well, the amounts of money
2: they're making. And and I, and I there's a lot of stuff we could get into the weeds about. But at the, the end of the day, the, the worst part of it is for fans, this just sucks. Yeah. This just yeah. Oh, sucks. Yeah.
1: But yeah. when you're the Polads, when you're the Polad family with the twins, let's just use them as an example. Do You, you know what? It's easy to sit down at night and when the whole season's scrapped or whatever, or if there's. 8,000 people in the stands at Target Field going, God, we're getting rich. Yeah, That's how they think, right? And the money they're making is ridiculous. There's no incentive and they have no intentions of putting a competitive team on the field and they don't want any reason to spend more money. And that's what the players are asking for. We want more. And it isn't just the Twins.
0: It isn't just the Polans. And it isn't just a handful of teams. There are a lot of teams that are making money hand over fist and don't reinvest a dime of that money no. into the team. And that's what players are pissed about is that you've got some guys who are just in it for the cash. And I yeah. get that it's a yeah. business, but <laughs> it's also a billionaire's hobby. Okay. Right. And still going to make, The owners are still going to make obscene amounts of money, even if moves loosen up those coffers, and just as a percentage, share some of that wealth with the players. And I get it, I get it. I mean, yes, they they make obscene amounts of money, but so do the owners, and so just you know, it it would be like the company you work for, right? If the company you worked for was making obscene amounts of money, but didn't put any money. Back into your radio station or it's your salary ever, you 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 know, and then you get locked out. You're right. It's locked out. Right. It's 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 billionaires fighting with millionaires. That's what Mm -hmm. we're. That's what's happening. And and fans in the midst of of record inflation are watching all this and just just slamming their head against the the glass, just trying to figure out how, how that's even possible. Here's the problem. We're fired up, right? We're mad. We're angry because we want baseball. Here's the here's the situation and tell me if I'm wrong, I could be, but this anger eventually is going to subside and it's going to turn into apathy. We're going yeah. to find other ways to um amuse ourselves. We're going to watch college baseball, we're going to watch high school baseball. We'll go to our town team games. And we'll say screw Major League Baseball. And even if they come back in May or June in July, we may not give two rips. Am I wrong? No,
1: I think oh. we all I think we all remembered what happened in '94, '95. Right? Right. It and took I, a long time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I mean the anger with fans right now is is, is really mounting. And you, Greg, you're right. At some point, it's going to go over that hump. Yep. And we're going to be like, screw it. I'm done with this. I'm not, I don't care anymore. Yep. Yeah.
3: I think you're right. I think there is a a huge danger because that there are younger fans that already aren't going to major league baseball that aren't into watching baseball. Most of baseball's audience is, are older. Yes. Right. right? They're us getting those teenagers and early 20 year old college people to watch baseball doesn't happen like it used to, like when we were kids.
2: Yeah, they're gonna have to like institute rules where you can tackle a guy on the base running or something like that. Know. <laughs> you know, honestly, yeah, it,
0: it, it's sad. It's sad because you're right. You look back to the last what strike or lockout, whatever you want to call it, in '95. It took a long time for fans to come back, and the only reason a lot of them did was because I think that was that was about the time that the big home run derby was going on, and people were chasing. Uh, Roger Maris's record and and single season home runs and and Sosa and those guys, so that that kind of captured everybody's attention and interest again. But oh, there's no guarantee there's going to be something like that this time. I want a full season. I don't. Yeah. Want, I I hate the shortened season. I hate what we've had, you know, over COVID, where it was just a shortened season. It sucks. Baseball. What do we always say? Baseball's a marathon. Yeah, right. It's not a sprint. Right. And I just. I don't. I'm. And we're already getting jobbed on on a handful of games, but I. I feel like it's going to be more. And and I just how many? How many before you just say I don't care? I don't,
3: I'm not going to I think that is on the owners too. I mean, they're using that as a leverage. Well, we're going to take away games. Because it really, honestly, it's baseball. It's not football. It doesn't take that long to get into baseball shape. As long yeah. as you have some kind of off-season program, yeah, it might take the pitchers a little bit longer. But geez, it's freaking baseball. You <laughs> have plays. <laughs> we 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 have one practice and we're good to go. Right? Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. It's baseball.
0: Yeah. Um. Here's another red flag. Uh, you guys hear what happened with Derek Jeter this week? I did. Uh, tell everybody what happened he he stepped down from his job
1: right yeah and, and he and if i'm still confused as to what really happened or are we getting the truth because he's no longer the ceo but he had just built that team yeah. to where it looked like they were going to contend yeah so yeah. what happened between him being the ceo and ownership
0: yeah he came on board the Miami Marlins about 5 years ago uh when it was sold to a group where he was a small investor and he released a statement this week saying the vision for the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead, which leads me to believe this is one of these BS franchises like we're with here in Minnesota who don't care if they win or not. They don't, they're not, they, we don't care. Just make money, make the team profitable. And if you have to undercut the budget to make that happen, what you're paying the players, and you're going to have a crappier team like the Twins with no starting rotation, Right, just do it. We just want you to make money. And Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter is like us, you guys. He's a ball guy. As much as we boot him because he was with the Yankees, let's not fool ourselves. This guy lives, breathes, eats, and sleeps baseball. And if he's being hamstrung and he's being held back by ownership that says, nah, no, we're not worried about being competitive. It's profitability. I think that's why he left. God, you look at like teams.
1: I think Baltimore is a great example now, right? Of these teams that th- screw the payroll. We can't compete with Boston or New York. Yeah. They actually could though, <laughs> but it comes down to how much money do they want to make? Sure. Right. So they've taught, it's been brought up the tanking seasons thing has been brought up, right? Some of these teams will never have the incentive <laughs> because of greed to go out and compete. I think the twins are one of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's Bryce? why we're at where we're at. They know that if they don't get up in that 200, 220 million dollar payroll range with New York and some of these other teams, they're never going to be able to compete. But you know what? People still go to Target Field. They'll still buy the beers and the hot dogs and you can sell them the let's go boys stuff day in and day out and you'll have enough to where you'll make plenty of money.
0: Yeah, and and especially in a state like Minnesota, where where we're just we're trapped, we're trapped by bad weather for so long, and we're so we're so anxious to get outside and have any excuse we can to be outdoors that that we pay exorbitant prices to go to Target Field, and we pay twelve bucks for a a tap beer, which is just ridiculous. But they're printing money over there, and whether they field a good team or not, they're depositing huge sums of money every summer from us. Right. Do you do you
3: implement a minimum team salary then?
0: That's an interesting idea, boy. Ownership, there's they would right just balk at that. That
3: would, one. Prevent, uh, that would prevent you from you know tanking like that. This is where you should spend a minimum. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think that's why they brought in the the lottery concept for the draft. You know, so that you know you don't know if even if you tank, you might not get you know a first round.
0: Uh, and the players, the players are losing big dollars on this. Max Scherzer, for example, of the Mets is losing. Now, I'm not crying anything. I'm not sympathizing with him. I'm just throwing numbers out there. He's losing $232,000 for each regular season day lost. Garrett Cole is losing $190,000 per game lost. So these guys, I mean, these guys are, (laughs) if it was just greed on the players' part, they'd cave and and we'd be having baseball here soon by March 31st. But I think they're drawing a line in the sand. And I think they're looking ahead, not just to their generation of players, but the next generation to come and saying, we got to stand up for it now. Well, that's what Scherzer brought up.
1: He goes, this, it really isn't about me. This is about the next generation that's coming in and all the young guys that are getting that league minimum, which the owner's, to me, on on those those new guys, if they're screaming about another eighty thousand dollars a year, I
0: mean, it's <laughs> come yeah. on
1: after the profit margin on this,
0: it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's a hot mess, you guys. Um, I don't know, Spence. What do you think? Is there is there a possibility? Is there a scenario where we just don't have baseball at all? In 2022, or does does something eventually? One side finally gives.
3: Well, I hope one side finally does give, but I, man, uh, we've seen in the past where we've had these you know brutally shortened seasons. I, God, that would be horrible. That would be just an absolute killer for the game. I, I, I don't think we get to that point. Fingers crossed,
1: but God, that would be devastating.
3: Hmm.
1: And what about length, you guys? I mean, because I think is what's going to happen here is the animosity has grown to such a point now that there's almost no going back. So that is always going to be there. And how long is this next bargaining agreement going to be set for? Right. And when will it expire? And when are we going through this again? And how much are the will are the players willing to sacrifice? That's what I'm wondering.
3: If the commissioner's hated as much as he has you, if you're one of the owners, just say, hey, this guy's got to go.
0: I yeah, don't know. Work. Yeah. Because I think, I think that plays a huge role in this. I really do that. He's just so hated that, that how do you get something done? You know? And uh, he
1: doesn't address it either. I mean, it's, no. it's common knowledge that they want to literally throw him out in front of a moving bus. Okay. Yeah. But that, but he doesn't even address that and i'm surprised that nobody else is talking about it other than some of the really good writers right they're talking about it but th- i mean there is a despise for this guy i've never seen in professional sports they hate him and i'm using the word hate here not dislike they hate rob manfred <laughs> i mean it's, seriously that's where
0: incredible. we're at it is no it's bad and and i i don't see i don't as the the longer this goes on the harder it gets for Either side to blink, and I think you know. Then you say, "Well, mediation," but that's already been suggested and rejected and, and quashed and rejected. And so, now what do you do? So, if neither side is going to blink, and and everybody digs in deeper, the longer this goes, and nobody agrees to mediation, which would be the only thing that would break break this, right? Um, I I think at some point it's going to have to come down to a mediator, but who? How do you get both sides to agree to that now? It's a mess. I, I would I would
3: be willing to bet there's gotta be a group of these owners that have already discussed this behind closed doors. Look, we might need to make a change at commission, commissioner, and find someone else to, to head up baseball because it's not I mean they you're right. They they wanted really honestly for him to die. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. There's never been greater evidence because besides what's being reported on the meetings and stuff. The players individually are raking him over the coals on their social media accounts. They're not even being coy about it, right? Yeah. I mean, they're going after him. So it's just like, I don't know where this is going to
0: end. And that's that's your your big boss. I mean, that's the, your yeah. bosses. And right. you're, you're getting on and publicly ripping the dude. And right. So exactly. That just shows the the depth of hatred for this guy. Um I hope you're right Spence. I hope somebody does have the cajones to get together as a group as a well, I don't know it would take a majority to to make a change there and and see if that makes a difference. I would I would
3: think there's going to be some pressure as we get closer to the start of the season if there's not a deal and you've got teams like LA that sign those big, you know, cable TV contracts and those big advertisers and go, "Hey, we're not going to be seen." There's gonna be some pressure from these bigger markets with these bigger advertisers. Going, well, we're gonna pull the plug on all of our deal. Then, if you're not gonna have the game, so I, that might play in.
1: Will yeah. they go? Will they go to a scab system? Would no. the owners go down that road? Ooh,
0: Wait, who would you? Whoa, who would be your scabs? Who? Yeah. who I, that's who, a good uh, question. You know, That's a good question, but I just don't think
1: minor get... leaguers would would go for that, right? They can't. Yeah, they, I mean, they're not going to do that. They're not. No. Gonna, I mean, they, that would be yeah. That'd no. be death sentence, is what it would be for your major league career. So pretty much the starting lineup for the current twin. <laughs>
0: yeah. Boom. <laughs> oh. oh no, we have, <laughs> we have we have we have, <laughs> have a beer league team. You know, I mean, maybe they bring those guys in, and oh. I don't
1: know. But if you think about it, the frustration that we all feel it's we're just t- telling them what the fans feel and it's yeah. getting to that point where we're going to lose our cool and we're going to yeah. be like it's like that that you just the breakup's going to be complete for at least a while
0: yeah they're they're just hurting themselves in the long run they really are with the fans with the fan yeah. base who's already just so abused really yeah there's a few markets where you got it good but but there's a lot more markets like ours where you're just it's you you take your lumps and you get your hopes up and get your hopes dashed every year and yeah and, and how about how about these poor i mean so many people are affected by by whether baseball happens or not at target field you know you got your businesses that sell there you've got People that work there, you got retired people and that's their, their little bit of extra income as a, as an usher or, or something like that. Or these, these businesses, these bars and restaurants downtown that I don't know how they've been able to hang on between COVID and crime down there. And finally they get to six months where they, they get some action. They get some business because Twins games are down there and target fields there for 81 dates. And now it's crickets chirping again for those guys. Right. Oh, man,
2: that's well, a- and I can tell you down here in uh, in Phoenix, you know, it's it's a big deal uh, yeah. the the spring training, and and it's not happening. So that makes a huge impact on the local economy here too.
0: Well, I'm certainly depressed now. I just <laughs> I feel like crap. I feel. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I should be, you know, I should be hopping on a, on a sun country plane to Fort Myers here in the next week or two. It ain't right. it's not happening this year. And, and, uh, that for for guys who've endured another, another long Minnesota winter, man, that's, that's your mental health break is what that is. And it, it's, that's just, yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, well, let's not talk wild yet because that's a major bummer too. Um, right. Timberwolves, Timberwolves are looking pretty good. Uh, here's the deal. They've uh, they've been winning a lot. They won both games of a back-to-back the other night, which rarely ever happens for the Timberwolves. And uh it, it, they're doing pretty well. They're at the sixth spot in the West right now. I don't know if they'll get to seven because the, oh, the Wolves are playing well, but, but they are three games behind Denver. I think four in the loss column and Denver is on fire too. They've won like six in a row or something like that. So there's not that many games left. It's going to be tough sledding. And so you put yourself in that play-in situation, that new playoff situation that they have this year. Um, but it, it, it's fun. And there's some juice back at at Target Center. and And it seems like people are showing up again to watch this team.
3: Yeah. And they, they had a nice win. What two nights ago, they beat Golden State and they had back, I think they had back to back wins, including Golden State. Yeah. Second I mean, one. Like, yeah. yeah and, that, and that's a good team. <laughs> like, okay. And they're, they're not getting much from Ant right now because he's, he's kind of injured a little bit. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I,
0: I like and their bench is good. This is fun to watch. Deep. It's a deep team. And, and let me ask you this is cat is Carl Anthony Towns finally becoming the superstar we'd all hoped he'd be. Yes.
3: Which yeah, I mean, crazy. we've been waiting for this for a while, but he's really showed up this year, especially, and especially the last couple of months. He's really turned it on.
0: He's playing with a ton of confidence. I know that all-star, that, that three-point thing, it really, seemed to, it really seemed to give him a boost. And whatever it takes, I don't care. I mean, if it's something as silly as that, but uh, he had 39 the other night. He had uh, nine rebounds, and he's just, he, he is. he's He's finally playing up to his potential. And I don't know if it's the, is it the coach? Is it the players around him? Is it the quiet ass fans being loud ass fans? I don't know, but it's, he's fun to watch now. And you're right. They did it without, without Ant, which is, you know, uh, fun to see that they can, they can lose a, a guy, one of their big guys and still be competitive out there. I think they'd be a tough draw in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I agree with you. Absolutely. And if we get Ant back healthy, I, I forget what injury he's got. If it's a calf, I know it's a it's leg. A
0: knee, um, tendonitis. Yeah. Well, yeah, tendonitis
3: and knee or, it yeah. or whatever it's called. So,
0: yeah. And one of the things might be that they rest him. That they rest him for maybe the rest of the regular season, get him ready for postseason. So that's something they'll they'll consider. And if it was something where that would really really help him out, maybe you do that. Right. Maybe you get them get them uh, up and ready.
2: Yeah,
3: let, them, let them heal up, right? I mean, they're yeah. getting plenty of effort from you know Vanderbilt, McDaniels, and these other guys. So yeah, yeah, let them rest a little bit.
0: Now the exact opposite problem for the wild. They're they're not getting scoring. They don't have depth. And that's so sad because it's like somebody just shut off the faucet. Because right. it, we had so much depth throughout the lineup where you had, yeah, you got your superstars and you got your Caprice off out there. But there were all these other guys that were that were scoring, Hartman, and all these guys having great seasons, and it's just completely dried up. What's what's illing the Wild? Because it's, it's offense and it's defense. They're giving up a ton of goals, too.
2: Yeah, I would say goaltending hasn't been stellar, and I, and I feel like we're getting beat up pretty badly by bigger NHL teams. Um, it's always been an issue for we're, us. We're a small team. And, and, you know, the hits just keep on coming. Yeah, literally.
3: Is part of the issue, you've got two players of Russian descent, who maybe their minds are elsewhere because of what's going on there. Their home country is that in a war situation with Ukraine. Is that,
0: does that play into it a little bit mentally for a couple of these guys?
2: It sure could.
0: Well, not only that, from what I've heard, Spence, to just elaborate on that, there's big security issues surrounding a lot of these players that they've been assigned extra security by the league and by their, their, their teams because they're getting, believe it or not, they're getting death threats as if Kapril, Kirill Kaprizov has anything to do with an invasion of Ukraine. Right. Because the, everybody knows he's a, he's a Russian guy. Um, some knuckleheads out there are are making death threats against these guys. It's unbelievable.
3: I'm not making excuses. I just the the time frame of when the wild started to go down. You know, they're what three and six. Their last nine or ten three games, and six. Yeah, kind of. cool. You know, it goes along perfectly with the timeline of what's been going on mm. in Europe right now. So is is that a part of the the issue? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Know. Kulikov, another guy from uh, Russia, that's on our squad. Uh, they're getting extra security outscored 19 to 8 in those games too Spence. I mean it's just uh, there's nothing happening on the power play um <laughs> boy, the, the post game interviews with the head coach you got to have him on that 5 second delay right now because he's he's hot. He's yep. <laughs> it's not good. It's uh, it's it's almost Jerry Burns like. Not quite <laughs> that level, but but it's certainly getting there. um I don't know. What's it going to take? Is it going to take maybe a move before the trade deadline? We're about three weeks out from that. I, I God, do you do something to shake things up?
3: God, I I don't know. I, there's been a lot of rumors of that of different guys and things, but I you know, and they still haven't pulled the pull the plug on any kind of a deal. But there's, I don't know if there's anybody in. In Iowa, they can pull up. They can give them a little spring in their step, or maybe just get some wins if they can get a shutdown defense. If they change the style a bit, I don't know.
0: So yeah, something's. And the coach, I'm sure, is banging his head against the wall trying to figure out what's the what's the magic thing I can do, right? What's the, <laughs> what's the move on the Rubik's cube here that finally gets all the the colors on the on the uh, on the right sides because it's messed up, man. And this team, this team just had it on a platter, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they j- things were so set up for them this year. And now look at them falling in the standings, five points behind St. Louis for second, and just one point ahead of Nashville in the spot they're in. I mean, anything you could fall, you could fall as far as fourth, fifth. If you keep free falling like this, it's not good. They're at Philly tonight. They're going to have to turn things around quick.
2: There's yeah, and it- they don't have a great they don't have a great record against Eastern teams, and they play the mm-hmm. Buffalo Sabers right after that. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a rough road trip. I mean, they—they. They, I'm not saying they can't win. Of course they can, but you know, they—they they do have a track record of not playing well against Eastern teams. Do they
3: have so, some yeah. bad puck luck? Because I know, and a lot of these games they've gotten beaten. They've outshot the other team, but still, you know, they don't have it on the scoreboard.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: yeah Everson said that after the last game. He said, "I like the way we played." except our scoring sucked and our power play sucked. But he he liked the way they were playing, right? With the intensity and playing, you know, good defense. And and so he was happy with that, but you're right. You need, sometimes you need the right bounce here and there um, to get you a win versus a loss. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and I
2: think part of what frustrates the fans about the power play is that they've really sort of, you know, leaned too heavily on the dump and chase and they're not, they're not crossing the blue line as a unit. Um and 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 the dump and chase, you know, it it, it is a matter of luck. You know, you can get a funky bounce. And, right? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think it's
0: probably what would help is if we all, if we watch the game tonight, yell as loud as we can, shoot <laughs> the puck. <laughs> Shoot the puck. I think if we just said that more, that would... <laughs> hey,
2: I'll do it if it works.
0: Try anything. It drives me crazy when people it's, do that. It's
2: never worked for the television, and it's never worked for the golf ball in, in my life.
0: So. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll put ahead. out
3: my Coors Light silo for a minute and yell my ass off.
0: Get the next goal for him. Did you guys get your fifty dollar box of uh, Justin Jefferson Toast Crunch this week?
2: What <laughs> hell?
0: 50, God, I knew inflation was bad, but man, fifty bucks for a box of cinnamon toast crunch—that's—that <laughs> seems ridiculous to me. Uh, do I get an autograph? Does he come to my house and do the giddy across from the living room floor for that price? Right? Is he, is he gonna, oh is, man, is he going to spoon feed me? For- <laughs> My favorite bowl? I mean I don't know. No, it comes with a uh it came with a 50 or I don't know how much it's worth, but an under armor sweatshirt. Which huh. I, I mean, it's all sticky and it's got that <laughs> eyes oh, like, they put in there, you know. And then and if they're putting a sweatshirt in there, then how much cereal is there even <laughs> in there? Buying what? a sweatshirt? <laughs> 50 bucks for a hoodie? That's actually a good deal they They sold out in hours. It went on sale at ten a m by eleven twenty four a m uh It had sold out the gritty gritty toast crunch is what it 's called <laughs> and then it's if as if life wasn't bad enough for the ball guys i 'll leave you with this thought there's a lot of musical chairs going on right now with the football, the announcers, and people leaving spots they 've been in for a long time and maybe switching networks or switching nights. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, Joe Buck, we think, is staying at Fox. Ah, uh, dang it. But here's the worst part. There's talk that uh, that retired Saints, New Orleans Saints, former head coach Sean no. Payton might be sitting next to Joe Buck for no. the games in the Fox booth. Oh, my God. Whoop. Oh, boy. Was the devil himself not available? What? <laughs> yeah. Why are yeah. Sean Payton? As polarizing as he
1: is, I, oh, I for the life of me, I cannot understand that.
0: Could you pick an more likable human being? Honest to God, it's almost like it's almost like Lucifer himself is working these deals out. I don't,
1: I don't know why. Honestly, I'm like, if there was ever a sign that God has actually turned a blind eye to the planet, that would be it. <laughs> hey,
2: Jeff, I, could you spend I, any bring time? Up? One football thing before we before we bail. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh just wanted to mention the nepotism thing in the Vikings. Now that they've got the, the coaching staff. Uh yeah. it's it's the same thing with the Kubiaks now, instead it's uh the Donatells.
0: It's happened again.
2: I couldn't believe that.
0: It's happened again. <laughs> It's they, like he probably they
2: said, to, you know, I'll be your uh, defensive coordinator, but you got to hire my son for some BS position <laughs> like, I don't know, quality control. <laughs>
0: Direct, <laughs> director of quality control. What the hell is that? We don't even I, yeah, don't know. Hire my boy. Give him a job. What
2: yeah. It must have I, been part of the negotiating.
0: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's
2: I, I think yeah, I
0: think uh you guys are right. I think this has all been spoken of in the book of Revelation and these are <laughs> the end times. So Oh man. <laughs> say say a little uh, uh prayer before your uh your cereal tomorrow, your gritty uh toast crunch cereal, and and uh we'll be back soon with another round ball, guys.